0: I just always had faith that my time will come.
1: We got two time Horizon League player of the year in the house, three time first team All Horizon League, two time AP honorable mention, All American. This is all while he was in college, by the way. This guy's pretty much played in every single top league in the world, you know, including the NBA, the CBA in China, NBA in Australia. You also play in the Champions League as well. Now back in the NBA. Also a philanthropist. Ladies and gentlemen, we have Kiefer Sykes in the house. Kiefer, how are you doing today, bro?
0: Man, I'm good. How are you?
1: Appreciate it. You doing well, bro.
0: That's absolutely,
1: a Yeah, absolutely, bro. I mean, you got a lot to the resume, of course, as, as we can tell. Um and like I said, bro, I definitely appreciate you taking out the time. I didn't think I was gonna get you for a second, bro. I know you be busy, but um, you know, like I said, definitely appreciate you taking up the time, bro.
0: Yeah, man, you know, like had a long season, so that vast schedule flying around from city to mm-hmm. city, um in the States, back to back games. We pretty much played back to backs on the on the end of that. So yeah, bro, just selling selling it to offseason. season. So now nah, I appreciate y'all making the time for me. Appreciate it.
1: Absolutely, no <clears doubt. <clears <throat> So, like I mentioned, for you know, officially back in the NBA. I remember um I pretty much watched the documentary, you know, it told the whole story within itself. And, um, you know, from the summer league situation to going overseas, now you're officially back in the NBA, finishing season with Indiana Pacers. How did it finally, you know, feel for you to be back in the NBA this year?
0: Yeah, man, like you said, it is dope uh, to have a documentary. Like, I really feel it, you know, now that I'm in the NBA, like to have a documentary. Uh, like you said, it's on Amazon, Chi-Town. Uh, and to actually, yeah, see myself, you know, playing and working hard for this in real life and then for it to, you know, manifest, uh, you know, it feels good. Uh, I definitely feel like uh, this is what all the work is for. I feel like every year for me, like you said, I've been getting better. To be a rookie this year and a vet and, um, you know, just be in this position with all the hard work and for people to be able to see it and really feel it, uh, it does feel amazing, bro, to be honest. And, you know,
1: obviously, you know, great documentary, honestly, you know, it showed, like you mentioned, all the hard work you put in over the years to really get to this point. Um, even with the setbacks that happened, you know, not getting drafted, getting to get into the summer league, um, you know, end up going overseas for a little bit and making it back in the NBA, you know, it spoke value to, you know, I, I know a lot of young Coopers, you know, who might be in your shoes. And uh, to really be an inspire them is a great thing, to be honest. So, you know, making it to the point to obviously, you know, being back in the NBA now. As we saw in the documentary, you had a lot of obstacles you had to overcome. Overcoming those things must have took a lot of faith. So, you know, what were the, some of the times you kind of, um, you know, went through growing up, you know, in Chicago? Very tough city from what we saw in the documentary. What made you keep the focus? Like, how did you keep your faith to, you know, continue to, you know, crush these dreams and goals of yours?
0: Like you said, man, I, I've been playing basketball for a long time. So uh to be honest with you, man, this something um, like my dad put in me, obviously being from Chicago. I was just telling these kids this weekend that that um, just being from Chicago, carrying that on my shoulder, carrying that chip, um, you know, ever since high school, being underrated, um, being an underdog, being one of the smaller players where, you know, in our city, you you playing some of the top guys in the country, in your city, mm-hmm. you know, every other day, um, you know, I just carried that with me. And then, you know, I was blessed to be in a situation like I went to a small school, but that worked out for me. You know, even though I had obstacles of being a teenage parent, you know, most people you know, not teenage parents that don't have a kid in high school. So that's things I had to deal Mm -hmm. with, decisions I had to make, go to college, you know, go to a small school. And, uh, you know, when people said I wouldn't even make it to college. So, you know, I just wanted to continue to take it as far as I can. So, you know, when the obstacles hit, you know, I even lost my father. So that's probably, Mm -hmm. you know, when I really, you know, set back like, dang, do I really want to stop this basketball, you know, go the whole way. But, you know, having these obstacles, having my son, having uh, the support system I had, my support system definitely helped me. So my city, you know, my family, you know, having the ones that's uh, close to you, that believe in you, you know, even when I went overseas, you know, I still had the core group of people, um, you know, they just helped me uh, people that have faith, you know, put the people around me that have faith,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, that helped me overcome hard things. It's like, you know, even this season, you know, every season is, it's a higher level. It's more learning mm-hmm. and uh, you know, it's more responsibility and then it's leadership um people in leadership positions and you gotta be a leader in your work every year and responsibility you know that you gotta perform and then like you said it's ownership people that's above and uh you know different things that you can't control but it's gonna be obstacles no matter where you go college, high school, you know, JUCO. But um you know what I'm saying it's gonna be times where you play, it's gonna be times when you don't play. Right. And you gotta be your best each and every day. So you know those are the you know the values I had, you know, putting my support system together, you know, having the right routines. And uh just being able to stay focused of, you know, led me to, like you said, just play basketball for a long time and mm-hmm. continue to try to win and have find success in that and success in life.
1: Yeah, facts for sure. You know, one thing I definitely love, not only in the documentary, but um I remember you to drop you were dropping the episodes and everything, just you know, life in um Milan when you played for Olympia, uh, Olympiano, I want to say. Um out in Italy, you know, your family was yeah. there. Like even <laughs> if I think you were playing in Korea too, like fans will pulled up to Korea too. So, you know. I, that definitely spoke a lot of value to just the core value, you know, of the importance of family. And like you said, just keeping the people around you that, you know, are going to encourage you playing to pretty much every top league in the world. Was there any transition that you had to personally make to your game? Talk about, you know, just the overall transition and difference between like those leagues, like the NBA, the Euro League, um, Champions League and et cetera.
0: Yeah, 100%. Um, each, each, uh, you know, each league has its own style. And, um, mm-hmm. I've, I've been blessed. Like, you know, I could have went to any league and just sat there and made money. My first year I played in, um, you know, Korea, we won a championship. I could have stayed in that league, and made money. Uh, sure. the next year I was, um, I played in the second division, which was low, a lower league, you know, for Europe because most people want to play at the top level. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I led the league and scoring could have stayed in that league and made more money. But then I went to the Champions League, ch- tested myself was the scoring mm-hmm. leader had the highest, you know, scoring in one game. And then, yeah. Went from Europe to China, which, you know, they mostly take NBA players, right. but was able to have success over there. Uh, you know, player of the week a couple of times. Um, and then, like you said, uh, went to Australia, which I took the least amount of money I ever took. You know, mm-hmm. these, these are the routes that I took, you know, just to test myself. I like, hey, this is a new league. I see guys going to the NBA from here.
1: Right.
0: So, um, you know, it's been a blessing to travel the world and, you know, playing these leagues. But they definitely demand different styles, you know, different type of responsibility um and some of the Asian leagues is only two players on the team so you got to you know put up produce big numbers Mm -hmm. and uh you know I wanted to go to Europe to show me I could play you know run a team play point uh you know play a really a role on big teams with some of those teams like you said Europe I had to facilitate some teams I had to play defense some teams I didn't play some games we had guys like Sergio Rodriguez Mm
1: -hmm. you know
0: different NBA premier point guards you know in those leagues you know in the Euro League. so uh you know, even in the NBA, I'm learning so much being in the film room every day, traveling every day, practicing every day, being right. in the huddles every day, being in the, being in the locker room, doing pregame and being, you know, with the team postgame each and every day. I'm, I'm learning so much. So it just demand that focus is what I was saying. So, you know, <clears throat> that's just will help me, you know, just find success, just finding ways to be special, find ways to stand out. But, you know, every league definitely demands, uh, you know, different ways that you got to figure it out. So. From me, just testing myself more and more, I just want to continue to get better, you know, as a person and a player. Mm -hmm.
1: Facts. Absolutely. Absolutely. So this one, even a question in there, but I personally wanted to ask, like, was it always, you know, the goal for you to ultimately get back to the NBA when you were going through, you know, different teams and leagues overseas? Or was it kind of just like, you know, I'm going to just test myself on every top level and prove to these people, like, you know, I am who I say I am, basically.
0: Nah, man, it take a lot of strategy as well. So. Mm-hmm. You know, what you speaking at the business side, like, you know, I've had, you know, three agents up until this point, you mm-hmm. know, for me to reach this dreams. So, you know, that just stands out when you ask me that question. But, you know, uh, it's a mix of things. Like, obviously, yeah, my desire always to be an NBA player at the highest level. And, you know, I feel like I was, you know, making strides towards that, you know, mm-hmm. by going to different leagues or, you know, just, you know, going for different goals and being inspired to do different things. You know, I'm going to these leagues, seeing that there's good players here, there's good players there. You know, I'm testing myself. Like I want to just be a bit a good overseas player, a big name, which is like (laughs) how the TBT happened. This is where all All the players that can't play in the NBA are playing. So to win that, you know, to hit the shot, get with a team, and you know, strategically and be blessed to be in this, be in those positions. Um, To be honest, I got to thank God.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: I'm saying because you know, I know it's always His will. So you got to continue to do His will and you know, put Him first and get Him the glory and perform it's been a blessing because i mean it, the desire has always been to to be in the nba so it, it has taken a lot like i say sacrifices money um you know putting yourself with the right people getting a position and you know it, it's a lot of steps that can go right a lot of steps that go wrong like i say which the sure. obstacles. but um you know i just try to stay true and be a good person wherever i go and you mm-hmm. usually i've been able to rise so you know now that i've been in, i'm in the nba which is my goal to finally play an nba game you know i've Played 40 games. So now my new goal is to play a full season. You know, right. it's definitely the goal to be in the NBA, to be in my home country playing, mm-hmm. you know, in the best league in the world. Test yourself versus the best players. So, you know, I just been, you know, it's a lot of players that can play in the NBA. And, you know, I definitely want to be one that will play for a long time. But it's just a blessing to, you know, you know, be in the NBA and for my journey to work out how it is, you know, mm-hmm. how it did. It's definitely a blessing to see, you know,
1: all the work, hard work that you put in over the years, you know, going from country to country and, um, you know, proving yourself to be, if not, you know, one of the top players, if not the top player in those countries and those leagues. So, you know, definitely shout out to you on that. And um, I'm actually glad you transitioned into that um, with the TBT tournament. So August 3rd, 2021, which is last year, hit the game winner um, in the TBT tournament where a report came out that you had signed a contract with the pitch that same day. But I actually saw in the interview that, you know, the deal was already done, um, like a few mm-hmm. days prior, I guess. So, you know, yeah. you just talk about that whole process. Like, you know, from that whole week of hitting the game winner, you know, what did it, you know, what did it do for you? You know, how did it feel to do that? And also sign with the Pacers going to the summer league around that same time.
0: Yeah, man. First, I want to say it was my son's birthday, August 3rd. When oh, okay. Hit that, okay. That shot. So I appreciate you even mentioning that. So,
1: yeah.
0: man, I just knew it was a special day. Um, the way the tournament worked out, how, uh, like I said at that point in my career um after going to Australia you know I wanted to go in the, into the nBA you know COVID mm-hmm. had stopped our chances a couple years ago for a lot of free agents that needed those summer league and yeah. you know those workouts from gyms being closed uh you know it even affected college players but uh you know our our chances for the league so now that um you know everything was opening up uh you know I wanted to try the league this year. So you know, even with me playing in a tournament, my goal was to just get on the NBA team. So the Pacers they had some open, you know, open roster spots. So yeah, they picked me up on the Exhibit Ten.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, they signed me at the end of July, but the news couldn't come out till you know I I didn't know when. Like I, was, yeah. I just I just started playing. So yeah, it was uh, it was cool how they, you know, connected that and how like I, like you said at this moment today I I made the team. You know, I started the team in the G League. That was an obstacle. I got cut. You know I hit the TBT shot, went to train, training training yeah. camp, got cut, went to wow. the G league, then led the G league and assists. like we were then to get the back up, right? And then got picked up, yeah, got signed mm-hmm. for the season. So um you know, it's definitely been uh um, it's been a grind, but but yeah, man, it, it was a blessing that that TBT, you know, that shot had, you know, amplified a lot and for the, for them yeah. to come out with that news that I had got signed on that same day you know they didn't say the details of the deal but that's why Mm -hmm. i want to always be transparent uh even when i did get signed i told them like you know i didn't get signed after the shot but Mm. you know i just always like to be transparent about my journey so like you said you probably seen it in the interview but it was all love man They definitely boosted me up kept my confidence up going into training camp i had a good training camp as well so you know they kept the eye on me and i just kept working man kept grinding it's just the type of person i am you know i'm transparent about you know the 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 you know, you're gonna have good days and you're gonna have days you gotta grind uh, or mm-hmm. bad days, you know. So you gotta, you know, come at it with the same energy each and every day. Yeah, facts
1: for sure. And uh, you know, that transparency, you know, a lot of other characteristics you do have, you know, also speaks value to you being a leader. You know, that word within itself was one of the reoccurring words that stood out to me in the documentary, the Shotsan documentary, because it was, you know, coaches describing you with that word. Um, Family describing me with that word teammates describing me with that word pretty much every documentary used that word to describe you within that you know you've been able to translate that it's not only basketball but off the court as well you know you got the YBM um, sports as well as the Free 10 Foundation how you've been able to impact the community through your leadership you know within the
0: both of those yeah man like you said and it was amazing how you mentioned the episodes how you was you know tapped into that how you know it's definitely things we want to do off the court. It's been a blessing to, you know, have a documentary to go through that process as a, you know, as a, you know, a, a young adult, which what I was, mm-hmm. you know, to go through that process, you know, lost my father. So I was a young adult, you know, getting recruited by agents. I was a young adult in college. I was a teenage parent. So, um you know, I just had, you know, goals of what I want to do for me and my family on, on the court and when the basketball stopped. So like mm-hmm. I said, that just come from my faith and me, me being always around good people. So, you know, going in college, doing a lot of interviews because I went to a small school, getting my mm-hmm. communications degree, staying in the school in four years. These are things that I want my community to see, you know, outside of just basketball, you know, right. me giving back are things that I want them to see that, you know, if you're in the NBA, if you're not in the NBA, you know, I'm, that's what I do is come back to my community and get back. So, um, you know, I, I had stopped those videos and I, you know, been shooting these last couple of these last three years, you know, definitely mm. capturing these things that, you know, just like a blueprint that I just want to give them. Um, right. You know, that is that it is hard as I speak. Not hard, but it takes sacrifices like in my life. Like if I, you know, want to give back, I know I have to do certain things differently. You know, what I'm standing mm-hmm. in the record 28 year old would do, you know, but, um, you know, we we able to reach demands through our work and learning that from being coachable from just the business and the sport that I'm in. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, man, I, mean, I want to use that and give it back. Use that influence, you know, all this hard work, this time, put in a little bit of over, overtime to, you know, make sure it, it impact our community and just continue to find ways to be intellectual with it. So, yeah, I, I created a foundation, the free mm-hmm. 10 foundation, which, um, you know, 10 represents the number of completion and, right. um, it's a number of evenness where, you know, it's like tithing because our faith, everyone could give 10% back. You know, mm-hmm. to the world. So if you get, if you get $10, you can get $1 back. If you got $100, you can get $10. So, right. you know, the free 10 foundation, which, um, helps kids that's been traumatized by or impacted by gun violence and mass incar- incarceration mm-hmm. and just other crises. So anything. So, you know, I've been creative and been able to do a lot of things through that. And, you know, just the YB on sports, just camps, just free camps, giving back to the community. So. You know, me traveling all around the world, seeing different things. I'm like, man, one day maybe I could have a camp in, in, in a lot of different places and just help and give back to community. So mm-hmm. you know, that's the goal and just, you know, that I keep to me that I'm just continuing to be creative and just see how far I can go, trying to reach globally.
1: Yeah, facts. And then, and even with that, you know, it's definitely powerful and important that, you know, they see you up close too. Cause I mean, like you said, in the camp, you might come across a kid who, you know, is in the fourth grade or fifth grade and you know, time go on, he end up in the lead one day, you know, following your path and mm-hmm. your footsteps. So I definitely think that, you know, all speaks value. Even just the word, not even the wordplay, but just kind of how you started up the free 10, you know, 10 is completion, you know, as far as time and stuff like that. I think that's very powerful too. You know, just little examples, you know, the youngest can take up, you know, looking after, you know, also being in the NBA, you know, but also coming back, you know, contribute to the, um, the people of your community and everything like that. So it's definitely powerful too. I definitely respect that about that. But yeah, you know, like I said, Keeper definitely appreciate your time. Appreciate you taking the time out for us and our platform. Is there anything that you would like to leave the fans with today?
0: Nah, man, just, uh, a message that I gave the kids, man, just never give up. You know, a lot of people, um, you know, on this grind or know it's going to, it's going to be hard. Like I said, each and every step of the way and uh, I'm still going through a lot of obstacles. So, um, just, just never give up. Keep going. Um, just keep your mind right. Keep your mind clear. Keep your faith. Uh, just having more God and, um, You know, appreciate it, man. YBM and you, Faith, we just, you know, partying together for this. So I appreciate you.